Football fans, what's good? Welcome to our new podcast, Touchdowns On and Off the Field, with myself, host Grant Kiefer. Very knowledgeable about football, love football. That's my background. Then I got my co-host Brody Foley over here, a D1 prospect, plays football over to Anderson High School here in Cincinnati, Ohio. He's very knowledgeable about the game. Absolutely loves offensive schemes, plays tight end. He's here. We're going to talk football. And what to do, baby? Here, yep, that's Brody. And then over here, we got our moderator and producer, Alex Bowen. What up? He's our best friend. Together, we are a trio of best friends. We've been friends for about a year now. And, uh, you know, Brody and I have this absolute love for football. And we all have loves for sports in general. But Brody and I specifically obsess over football. And we want to take our knowledge to the next step and be able to talk about it with people who also love and respect the game. So that being said, Brody... Introduce yourself a little bit. Talk about, you know, your favorite teams, favorite players. What really got you into the sport here? Well, um, I'm Brody Foley. Nice to be talking to y'all. Uh, my favorite team is the Patriots. It's not like it kind of seems bandwagonish, but my favorite player of all time is the Rob Gronkowski, who just came back out of retirement. I know he's, he'll be playing for uh, the Bucks, but it is what it is. Uh, he's a beast. Uh, I'm a tight end, too. I try to model my game after him. He's obviously by far the greatest tight end of all time. I don't think it's a question. Great insight. I would agree with that statement. Alex, you're not big on football, but, you know, you got a favorite team and a favorite player. Why don't you tell us it? Um, what up? Um, yeah, my name is Alex. I play basketball. My favorite uh, my favorite NFL team is the Bears because I'm from Chicago. And uh, I like Walter Payton and Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, he says. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, all right. That shows you how much he knows about football. <laughs> Anyways, my name is Grant. I'm kind of weird. I like both the Bengals and Dolphins. We live here in Cincinnati. I just started liking the Dolphins randomly one day when I was little. And, you know, I go to a lot of Bengals games. Uh, so those are my favorite teams. Favorite player of all time has to be A.J. Green. Uh, also really like Brandon Marshall. They sparked my love for the sport, especially Brandon Marshall. Using him on Madden 11 back in the day with Chad Haney. Fun times. Hey, Chad Haney. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. If you're going to figure out a lot during this podcast, I suck at pronunciation. I absolutely suck. When we go through this mock draft and I get to my pick for the Titans, it's going to get bad. So, uh, you know, we have a direction for this podcast, obviously. We want to be big time, you know. I I set my goals pretty uh, high and stellar, you know. Um I don't know if that's a saying. That sounds kind of retarded. Anyways, I, you know, I shoot for the stars, all right? Um, you know, my goal is to one day be the color commentator. Or not color, because I'm not going to play football. I'm going to play by play and I'm for the Super Bowl one day for CBS, hopefully. Uh, you know, Brody's got aspirations for the NFL, so maybe he'll be sitting alongside me in that booth one day. I don't know. We'll see where this takes us. So, yeah, I mean, we also not only want to talk about football, we also want to be able to talk about it with other people who love the sport. Uh, and, you know, eventually we want to be able to get guests on the show who are, um, you know, play the sport professionally or in college. I don't know if we're allowed to have NCAA athletes on. I don't know. We're not paying anyone, so I would guess so. Uh, you know, Money is strippers, man. If you, want to, if you want to come to the show, we'll slide another table. Yeah, like OBJ and Joe Burrow on the, at the title game. Anyways... Our first episode, uh, this should be going up on the day of the draft, so it's only right. They give our mock drafts, so here's how we're going to do it. We're going picks 1 through 32. We're not going to be discussing any trades. There's just not going to be any trades because that will just get all sorts of out of portion and stuff. So we're just going to assume no picks get traded during draft day. We're going with the current order right now. The most recent trade was the Safan Diggs trade for the Vikings um, Bills swap. So, who I think is going to go a uh, certain overall. So, let's say we get to the Bengals' first overall pick. I say they pick Joe Burrow. Brody says they pick Joe Burrow. We agree. And yeah, I got, I, get hold pick I got three five. words. I got three words. Man, it's it's Big Dick Joe. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I'd agree with that statement. Uh, but then let's say we get to pick five. I say the Dolphins, they pick Justin Herbert. Brody thinks they're going to pick Tua. Oh, we'll debate that a little bit. See where our uh, our heads are at. So, without further ado, with the first pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow for me. Oh, no, no surprises there. 
Yeah, no. I, no, I had the big picture, I think. I, that was, that's what I was going to say for the first overall pick. I thought that that's what you were getting into. So I dropped my big, well, big Joe thing. Oh, it's all right. Anyways, we both, we, I mean, it's pretty obvious. You know, being a Bengals fan, I've seen a lot of shortcomings, but not even the Bengals can mess up this pick. It's Joe Burrow. Anyways, on to another rather obvious pick. Second pick, I've got Chase Young to the Redskins. Chase Young to the Redskins, of course. Yeah, I, I think, like, our first three picks are all going to be the same. Which is Yeah, big. I mean, the, I think the first three picks in this draft are incredibly predictable. Although, from what I'm hearing, it's between two guys, Akuda and Derek Brown. They both need both positions, especially after they traded uh, Darius Slay not too long ago. You know, uh, you know, defensive lines, I feel like it's been a need ever since the Dom Kitsou left. So, anyways, pick number three, I do have Okuda going to the Lions. Back-to-back Ohio State too. players going two and three. Good start to the draft for the Buckeyes. And as we'll get to pick number four, now it's very likely the Giants trade down. They don't like this spot. But for all intents and purposes, we do have the Giants picking four for this. Anyways, I got them picking Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. Uh, Brody, what do you got? I have them picking uh, Miko Beckin. Is that, it? Is that how right. you pronounce it? Yeah. Uh, I would pronounce it Mekki Beckton. I don't know Mekie. for sure. <laughs> uh, some names are hard to say. I said it earlier. Pronouncing words are hard. English is the hardest language. You, I'll die on the cross. Whatever the, uh, you know, I struggle to get that out of the way. I'm going to say some absolutely random stuff. But uh, yeah, Tristan Wirfs for me, I mean, I think it's obvious that the one of the missing pieces for the Giants is offensive tackle. Uh, you know, there's a solid group of four offensive tackles. I think could all go top 15 in this draft, maybe even top 10 if they're lucky. And, uh, you know, Tristan Wirfs, I, I just think he's the best. Um, you know, he, he'd be a good fit for the Giants, especially with a, uh, a good pocket presence, as in uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, I would agree. I, I definitely think that they'll trade out of that pick, and especially I think they'll trade that pick to the Jaguars. Just got rid of Nick Foles. They're going to need a quarterback, and I think the game plan is that the Jaguars are going to slide to that fourth spot to try and get in front of the Dolphins and Chargers who both need quarterbacks, which I think that'll be an interesting thing to see. Like I could see almost the Chargers making a move with the Giants, to save that pick, to save their quarterback, because it's obviously after Burrow, it's Herbert and Tungo Tyloo. Oh my God. Oh my God. Terrible. Oh no. To a Tungo Tyloo. My bad. Yeah, I like where where your head's at for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a clear front top three quarterbacks in this draft. I think they're going to be the only three quarterbacks to go first round. But uh, yeah, I think that's the direction they're heading for sure. Uh, you know, it, there's always draft day drama. I think this could be where we see it this year. I think Giants are going to play a huge factor with that number four pick in this draft. Anyways, on the pick five, we talked about the Dolphins. The Dolphins have, I don't know if it's a record-breaking, but it's definitely the most I remember in recent history, 14 picks in the NFL draft this year. They have three in the first round. This is their first over here at number five. I have them picking Justin Herbert. Now, if you ask me this question about a Five days ago, I would have said Tua, but with recent developments and how the Dolphins have said that they don't like the uncertainty with Tua's medical issues and they wanted to bring him in for uh, a physical and a meeting before uh, the COVID-19 breakout shows that they were committed to him, but they also want to play safe. So I think Herbert's the safer pick here and he would work well with Brian Flores. That's, That's my standpoint. Brody, what do you got? Uh, I agree with that. I think it's Justin Herbert. Now, kind of similar reasons. I think the Dolphins really like Herbert, but I also think that the Dolphins messed up bad on Rosen. I think they stretched for him. They could have take, taken somebody else, and Rosen kind of turned out to be a bum. I think like yeah, that. Well, well, here's the thing. You didn't put weapons around Rosen. Rosen was, Rosen's a very talented quarterback, uh, but his first year in uh, – Arizona, he had the worst coach in NFL history. I'm just going to say that about him right now. I don't even remember Cardinals coach names. I know they got Cliff Clingsbury now, but the coach before him, I don't even remember his name. He was that bad. And he just didn't have any weapons around him. David Johnson's always injured. Larry Fitzgerald's old. They, the Cardinals didn't have the weapons they had now for Kyler Murray, so he struggled there. Rosen played the first few weeks for the Dolphins last year, and you know it was for the emergence of Preston Williams and Mike Isecki and uh, Devontae Parker and all of them. So that definitely uh, doesn't help. 
uh, Josh Rosen's case. You know, I would love to see him get a second chance, but I just think his time is up in Miami already. He's going to get shipped. He's going to end up probably in Denver. That's where I think Rosen will end up. That's it's where not I a bad would. fit. Uh, you know, Drew Locke could need some competition. So, you know, I'll agree there. Uh, pick six. <laughs> uh, speaking of pick sixes, to attack of Iloa. <laughs> I'll agree uh, too. Yeah. I agree with that pick. Although, I don't know how long that'll happen, especially if we see a team uh, jump the Dolphins and Charters for that fourth pick. You know, it, it'll definitely be interesting, but from what I've heard, the Chargers absolutely love Tua. They absolutely love him. I think it'll be a good fit, too. They got an up-tempo offense. Uh, you know, you got a weapon like Keenan Allen. Tua's a great compliment. Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree with everything you just said. I think... All right. Around this yep. point, pick seven on is where it gets interesting. I think we have a lot of, we're going to have a lot of disagreements. Yeah, uh, it's, it's mostly chalk, the first five, six picks, depending on what the Giants do. We don't know what off the tackle the Giants are going to draft. We don't know what the Giants are going to draft off the tackle. Maybe they take Isaiah Simmons. We don't know. Maybe the Dolphins don't want like a quarterback and so on. Anyways, pick seven is definitely where the draft gets interesting, although. I think we're probably going to agree here. I had the Panthers taking Isaiah Simmons. I'm surprised he fell this far. The Bengals, <laughs> the Bengals did look at Isaiah Simmons at one for a hot second is what I've from local guys over here in Cincinnati, specifically Fox 19. They had their eyes on four guys, Herbert, Tua, Joe Burrow, and Isaiah Simmons. And so that's a high price for Isaiah Simmons. And, uh, you know, I paid attention to Clemson a lot this year because I knew they were going to make the college football playoff. I wanted to know how well they were going to do in the playoff, knowing that they had a weaker schedule. And Isaiah Simmons might be my favorite player in this class, not named Joe Burrow. I think he's absolutely as intelligent as can be for a football player. He's disgusting, too. Like, he's a hybrid. Like, he can play anywhere. They, I saw an interview, and they were like, like, where, where do you think you're going to play? Like, where do you want to play? And then he, he said, like, I'm just a defensive player. Like, I'll play anywhere. He's he's built for any position, too. Like, I could stick him at safety if I want. Maybe not defensive tackle, but, no, but, any, but can, anywhere from linebacker back, I feel like I can play him at as long as he learns the position. He's a player who can cover deep downfield, and he's also a player that can rush, like, off the edge. For sure, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely run some safety bullets with him. I think and whoever or, gets them. Speed rush, yeah. Especially yeah. the Panthers, because they just lost Keekly to retirement. I think that'll be a yeah. great replacement. That was my thought process with that pick. Uh, you know, one of our Cincinnati boys, Keekly, obviously retired this offseason. You know, you got to replace him with another potential all-time great like Keekly. Keekly, however you say his damn name. Anyways, Keekly. pick eight. Uh the Cardinals, they're putting together a really good team. I love the offseason they had. Absolutely fleeced the Texans. They, they're giving Murray weapons and, uh, you know, Cliff's offense. It's absolutely insane. I love it. And I think the one final piece, yes, I'm saying final piece they need is Andrew Thomas. What do you got, Brody? Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle out of Georgia. I have Jedrick Willis. Tackle on Je- Jedrick Wills? Yeah, yeah. Yes. He's, he's very good, too. Uh, there's obviously a top four offensive tackles in this draft, for sure. And, uh, you know, they could all be interchangeable. But, yeah, I just think Andrew Thomas fit, especially with, you know, a scrambler like Murray. You know, Andrew Thomas can hold it down, I think, better than Wills just a little bit. Yeah, I think we'll see. I'm... I think Arizona will be interesting to see what kind of offense they run because I feel like they'll try to get uh, Murray out of the pocket a lot, running a whole lot of, like, rollouts, maybe even some option. I think it'll be interesting. And then they yeah. got the deep threat, Hopkins now. Yeah, you got Hopkins, you got Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, and Kenyon Drake, who just signed a pretty good extension this offseason. Cardinals are going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm really I definitely excited. think they're going to make the playoffs. Like, they got here, the here's also here's also the thing with the Cardinals. Not trying to get too off topic here, but they play in a really tough division. The NFC I mean, West yeah. is insane. Anyways, let's go on to pick nine. 
my pick here for pick nine, I think he can either go three or nine. We mentioned his name earlier at the Lions pick. I got Derek Brown. You know, the Jaguars blew up their defense two years ago. They had an absolutely elite defense. They absolutely blew it up. They need to start from the ground up and do it with, in my opinion, the second best defensive player in this draft. Derek Brown's definitely got it for sure. So what do you got, Brody? Uh, I agree with the uh, Derek Brown pick, but I also think that they could potentially. So Derek Brown was kind of my outlier, like this whole draft. I have him like hyphenated with uh, Javon Klinslaw uh, from South Carolina because I feel like somewhere with the defensive between Isaiah Simmons, Derek Brown, like they could go either further or not as much Isaiah Simmons, but they could fall from like any team from. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a Carolina, Arizona, and mm-hmm. the Jaguars. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, huge variety from picks three on down for sure. So that will lead us into pick number ten for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, they're putting together a good offense. Uh, I touched on it last night with you when we discussed a little bit. Freddie Kitchens is absolutely terrible play caller, and he absolutely ruined that Browns offense last year. They have so many weapons. You know, as being a, a fan of a team in the AFC North, I'm scared of the Browns. And with that being said, uh, with the retirement of Joe Thomas still lingering, I think they go Jedrick Wills. What do you got? Tristan Wirfs from Iowa. You, th- you think Tristan's going to fall all the way to 10? He's going to go yeah. Cleveland. Well, right. I think that be- – well, we have it switched. I think I have uh, Mechie, Mechie Beckin. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Beckton. Yeah, it- Becky, if you listen to this, man, I'm sorry. Sorry. Stud player, though. Louisville. Yeah. Again, offensive tackles are all interchangeable here. I think they're just all those four are in a top tier of their round. And then the other probably going to go late first round, early second. It can range anywhere from like the Dolphins 18th pick all the way down to the Bengals first pick in the second round. But with that, though, I'm. this is what I think sucks about this draft is because it's loaded all over the place. Like, one of the best well, receiver that's, classes. That's, 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 it sucks for predicting, but for these guys and these teams, it's great. I can't yeah. wait to see what this class is going to do in the future. But the I think top, it's loaded, like the, more loaded in the next years, for sure. Well, yeah, but I think, like, tackle-wise, like, you got, like, the top four. Mecky Becton, Louisville. You got Jedrick Willis. Andrew Wills, Andrew Thomas, and then Tristan Wirth. Tristan Wirth. Like, they're like, in mine, I have Andrew Thomas going a little bit further, but yet again, they could be interchangeable. They they definitely can. Yeah. Speaking of interchangeable, I'm getting to a pick where got wide receivers starting to go. And this is probably the best wide receiver draft of all time besides 2011. My favorite draft of all time for personal reasons. (coughs) AJ Green. Uh, I got Jerry Judy going to the Jets here. I think Jerry Judy's by far the best wide receiver in this draft. I, I see a lot of hype in CD Lamb, but I think pound for pound, Jerry Judy's a lot better. What do you uh, got? I have CD Lamb. CD Lamb. What, what do you like most about CD Lamb? Uh, I like his ability to go get the ball. I think helps a lot. And I think with uh, a young quarterback and Darnold, they're just going to play catch up there. I think that the Jets. In a division without Tom Brady, but I still think that they're below the Bills, but I think they can definitely have like a coming out season. I, I have oh, a yeah. feeling that Sam Darnold is going to this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, time is now. He reminds me a lot of the position Dalton was in entering his third season. You know, Dalton made the playoffs twice. Obviously, Darnold's never gotten even close to sniffing the playoffs. But, uh, you know, it was just go time for Dalton. It was like, hey, are you going to step up and be that guy? that we are expecting you to be now, now that you're the leader of this new young offense. And I feel like that's the position Darnold's in now with weapons like Le'Veon Bell and uh, Robbie Anderson. So if you give him another weapon, you know, he's probably going to feel a little more comfortable. So I think it's inevitable that the Jets take a wide receiver here. Just the question is going to be who. Yeah. Now for the next pick. Yeah, so you said CeeDee Lamb at 11. I said CeeDee Lamb at 12. The Raiders desperately need a wide receiver. Now, I feel yeah. like Antonio Brown not being there anymore definitely hurt them all last season. You know, they were expecting to have him. Derek Carr expected to have that weapon. So, you know, CeeDee Lamb's not going to 
Poole, Antonio Brown. I think he's a little more sane than Antonio Brown. So having CD there, uh, he's definitely going to help Derek Carr in their first year in Vegas. What do you got? Uh, I have Justin Jefferson. Justin uh, Jefferson? A, yeah, dynamic receiver. Uh, now, this is another thing, too, for next year, is that he might not even well, – he's a stud, but he might not even – be the best receiver on that lineup because Chase, oh, fuck, what's his name? I don't know what the uh, other dude is. Hold on, I'm looking him up. I'm yep. having a brain fart. Jamar Chase. Doing his, doing his research on show. Jamar, <laughs> Jamar Chase. I forgot his name. Jamar Chase is incredible. That receiving core for LSU, it's just, it's incredible. But I think that they need a bigger guy. Like, I would agree with Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb there, but I think Justin Jefferson will get it done. And forever, who's whoever is the quarterback in Las Vegas, I think that yeah, Justin I, Jefferson's yeah. going to be the man. Yeah. I don't know if you're trying to hint at something here. Maybe, maybe we'll touch on that later. I don't know. It's interesting to think about. Anyways, at 13, I've got Justin Jefferson going to the 49ers. Now, I don't quite remember how the 49ers got to that 13th pick. Oh, it was a... It's a trade for uh, with the Colts. Uh, yeah, definitely a good trade for them. If they get Justin Jefferson and whoever you pick and you select for them, it's, that's a great value. Yeah. What do you have, though? Uh, I have uh, Jerry Judy. I was like, Jerry, I feel... Judy to the 49ers? God bless it. Just give them the Super Bowl already. Uh, yeah. Now, this is like this whole part of the draft where I think... Now, I have Henry Rungs. Rugs can be like interchangeable. I saw a few mock drafts where he might go to San Fran, but um, I, I was I skeptical <laughs> about putting Rugs as high as I have him. I think there's a there's a few left, a few receivers left that are better than Rugs by a decent stretch. But you know, teams seem to have good draft grades on Rugs, so we'll trust the professionals here. Anyways, at fifteen. I'm sure he picked an offensive tackle for the Buccaneers. It's a glaring need because they don't want Tom Brady to get murdered live on Fox next year. I've got Mecky Becton out of Louisville. For 14? Yep. I have Andrew Thomas from Georgia. If he if he falls to 14, I think Andrew Thomas is one of the top two in this draft. He kept Jake Fromm protected for all those years. It would definitely be a great steal for them. But, you know, Mackie Becton, no, no disrespect to him. Like, he, he was just probably wouldn't be the guy to Andrew Thomas's, but it would still be a great pick for the Buccaneers to get him. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of great picks, you know, if the Broncos are able to get a wide receiver like I think they need, especially after losing Emmanuel Sanders last year, not really losing him, they, they traded him. Uh, I do have Henry Ruggs here, though. You know, may, maybe he fits with the uh, young quarterback, Drew Locke. I don't know. What do you have? Henry Ruggs, too. I just He's have saying be- this is where stuff's going to start to mix up a bit. And God it's damn. been all chalk so far. Well, yeah, because, well, I, as I see it, I think Henry Ruggs is the fourth receiver off the board. And all the other I, I don't think, people can be receivers. I think he's going to be the fourth receiver off the board. But I'd argue that he's, like, the ninth or tenth best receiver in this class. I don't that's, know, that's just how the class goes. This year, you know, just how it crumbles. I think Anyways, because the, I think it goes how I had him. Uh, Jefferson, Judy. Well, I would hope that's how you think it goes. It's your mock draft. Oh, yeah, but we'll see. I think it'll be interesting to see yeah, tomorrow because we'll I bet yeah. you just miss out on all this. Oh, well, yeah, it happens every like, year. Like, every time I play wrong. NFL's draft challenge, I always get the first pick, maybe the second right. I think... Uh, back in 2017, I was so excited when I predicted Trubisky going second. You know, I had him going to the 49ers, not the Bears, because it was pre-trade. And I literally missed on every pick after that. Anyways, let's get on to 16. I got C.J. Henderson going to the Falcons. That would be an absolute steal. C.J. Henderson, in my opinion, is a top 10 player in this draft. If he goes to 16, not a lot of teams need cornerbacks in this draft because we're, we're in a golden age for corners, in my opinion. C.J. Henderson... To the Falcons, I think that's what they need. What do you have? Hold up, my thing just got jacked up. I'm struggling. Oh, <laughs> I'm tipping. 
Uh, 16, I have Javon Clinton's law. That's what. Javon Clinton law? Yeah. Javon, however you say his name. Why him? Why enter the defensive line for the Falcons? Well, they need a pass rush. I think that a lot of. Oh, yeah. Their but they need everything on defense, in my opinion, besides they're, maybe linebacker. They're playing football right now, like a pack. Uh, the Big 12 team, not a Pac-12 team. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Kind of reminded me of the Sooners out there, man. Just, Anyways, let's get to everybody. This is where the names start to get a little hard. Clavon Chason, I think is how you say his name. Out of LSU, Edge. Yeah. I think it'd be a great compliment for Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, If you're a quarterback and you see those two coming at you at the same time, they just fall to the ground. Anyways... What's what's the pick here for you? I think they go Grant Delpit. Delpit. I'm high on Grant Delpit. I think he's the best uh, safety in this draft, sure. But uh, you know, why do you think so high? Because where I put him at, I was skeptical because I've seen him fall a second in some uh, NFL Network drafts. Now I think but why at seventeen? Dallas needs a cornerback, and it's Dallas, and they're going to stretch for their picks. Yeah, well, they definitely need a quarter. They just gave Byron Jones to the Dolphins. Speaking of the Dolphins, got pick 18. The Dolphins, there's rumors that they want to trade up for an offensive tackle while also keeping the fifth pick so they can potentially get quarterback in an offensive tackle. We'll see, though. But for all intents and purposes, we are keeping all the picks in order right now. So at pick 18, I have them potentially reaching for Josh Jones here. I've seen Josh Jones go as low as first pick of the second round to the Bengals. If he falls that far as a Bengals fan, I'd be ecstatic. The Dolphins reach for him at 18 as a Dolphins fan, too. I don't know how I feel. I think he's very talented, but I don't know if it's a reach or not. But they definitely need offensive tackle. Josh Jones, I think he'd be a good fit. I don't know if he's worth a pick at 18, though. I mean, you can't risk him being at 26 either. I think he might go to the Patriots if you don't uh, pick him in time there. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, what do you have at this pick, Brody? I have Austin Jackson uh, tackle. Austin Jackson USC. going this high, really? Yep. Wow. Now, this I is another that's thing. First, that's the first surprise here. Another thing, too, I, I think he'll be a great tackle in the NFL. But oh, yeah, I mean, another thing, too, is that class. I can see this pick. This is another place where I can see a trade where oh, yeah. Miami trades away their fourth, fifth pick. My bad. They could trade away their fifth pick. For a bunch of, they can get a ton of other later picks because I think that this is the draft where if you fall into the second round, that you still have an incredible draft. There's a, a yeah. lot of people we'll saying see. that Justin Love falls here if they don't pick another quarter, if they don't pick a quarterback with their fourth you mean pick. Jordan Love, oh, struggle yes. with names here as we can see. It's a late I don't, night, I don't man. think Jordan Love's going first round, in my opinion. I don't think Dolphins are going to pick 18th either. I think that pick's gone. We agree with tomorrow. They're going to trade some stuff. I think the Dolphins are about to the go. Do- the Dolphins are on the move. On the move that for sure. It's going to be going brazy tomorrow. Everybody wants, like, they have key spots. Like, the fifth pick is a huge oh, yeah. pick. I mean, it's Dolphins, a huge Dolphins, turning point. Dolphins can side the straps, especially the fourth team. They can control, I think, this whole. They, they have the square root of the, the amount of draft picks in the draft. There's 256. <laughs> I was doing homework earlier. As you can tell, I'm in a math state of mind. Anyways, let's go to 19. I got the Raiders picking. Who do you have? I have uh, LaVisca Chenault Jr. Colorado. Okay, I didn't wide pick receiver. a first round. Now, this is a big thing, too. You got, is that... you got to pick two wide receivers in the first round. Yeah. Well, they need talent, and uh, I think that well, once I tell you my pick, it'll make sense to you. But anyways, go ahead. I think Gruden is a big Derek Carr guy. I think that he's going to try to do – he's been begging the GMs, whatever. Well, I mean, Derek Carr has that contract. You have to load him up eventually with weapons. The, you yeah. want him to succeed. It's your quarterback. But I think that they're just going to load him up with weapons and see I mean, yeah, after be, this year. That would be smart, yeah, for sure. But, but if this next- guy I have here – still there. The Raiders are absolutely picking him. Javon yeah. Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina, the real USC. Uh, I think it's a great fit. Uh, you know, the Raiders have 
pretty crazy defense, in my opinion, especially with our guy, LaMarcus Joyner. We're big LaMarcus Joyner guys. I, I think if he had social media, I would probably try and get him on the podcast. I don't think he does. I've tried to follow him on Instagram before. I don't, I don't know if he's on Twitter. But, yeah, we're, we're big LaMarcus Joyner guys. We're big on the Raiders' defense, and I think that would be a great compliment to Rudin's defense. Yeah, I've, the Raiders' defense, I think, will start the pretty, pretty sure Paul Gunther's still there, too. Uh, Bengals' defensive coordinator. I don't know if Burfick's still there either, but, man, if you see Burfick and Kinlaw coming at you, Kinlaw setting up the hole for Burfick, and then you have Burfick ready to take off your head. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Burfick this offseason. kind of fell out the face of the earth after that uh, <laughs> arguably dirty hit against the Colts last year. I'm a big Burfick guy. You know, he, he he's on the fine line of dirty and not dirty. I'll agree with his statement there. Uh Starting to get really into the back half here with the playoff teams. This was not a playoff team, though. They traded <laughs> with the near playoff team for Jalen Ramsey. I have Ramsey. a bold prediction real quick? Okay, I think yeah, the Raiders' defense will be one of the top three, top five in the NFL this year. Yeah, this year, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, it's got a lot of raw potential, sure. See, they got Jonathan Abrams. And then, of course, you got LaMarcus Daddy Joyner. Of course. Of course. Anyways, uh, we got uh, pick 20 coming up here. Uh, the Jaguars. I got Grant Delpit here. You know, again, I the got, Jaguars uh, absolutely blew up their defense. They need to start from the bottom up. I got Clavin, uh Cha. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I don't want to botch it. LSU Ed Rusher. Oh, Clavon. Yeah, she's on. Yeah, um, if you hear this, man, I'm sorry, man. We suck at pronouncing words. We should get Alex hard. on here. Alex, pronounce the. Uh... But yeah, pr- pronounce his name for us. Uh, what? We need <laughs> you to pronounce his name for us. <laughs> Bro, how do you uh, spell I'm gonna, it? I'm going to type it out to you. I'm going to text it to you real quick. Alex has. Pr- pronounce a... <laughs> that. <laughs> he has no clue what he's about to get himself into. <laughs> pronounce that. Um, Calevon Chison. 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 Sounds like Chison. It's a dude. Got big. All right. Uh, thank you for your input, Alex. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, do you say who you got the Jaguars getting here? Oh wait, yeah, you did. That's yeah, what dude. we just talked this about. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. Uh, we go to twenty-one here. This is a really interesting pick uh, because I think. The Eagles are either going to trade it or they're going to go linebacker or wide receiver. There's just a really set outcome for the Eagles. Whether <laughs> no, the Eagles is another team that pick. we both agree cannot pick to save their lives. I think that this will be an interesting pick to see yeah. which, which, um, <laughs> which second not... round, third round do they pick in the first round. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've seen this guy get picked in the second round in some mock drafts, uh, but they do need wide receiver, and I had a lot of wide receivers go early in this draft, so I've got Denzel Mims. I'm high on Denzel Mims, though. It's not exactly a bad pick, but just saying they could so potentially reach. Like I we all agree. Yeah. I have them. <laughs> now, I don't a like lot the of... Eagles of the state right now. I don't like them. <laughs> Shout out EDP, though. EDP, EDP, EDP will kill you. If you know, you know. So, a lot of people, I've been doing some research, especially about this pick, to see how they're messing it up. I've seen Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma a lot. He's a great pick. He's going to be he's, great he's, for now, look, he gets. He's a great pick. Now, I don't even have him on, like, as a main pick because I don't know where he's going to go. He could go in the teens, oh, he's 20s. Definitely, he's definitely an outlier, yeah. I mean, I have I've no idea where he's going to go. The Bengals in the second round, and I've also seen him go 12 yeah it's insane but i think with this pick that they're gonna take uh patrick queen lsu patrick queen going this early yeah. all right yeah see it, they like the i now i'm not a big like wins guy but i don't know how you can make your franchise quarterback like he's good and all but i just like i love Car- at least he's like a nice dude but he and just from North like, Dakota, so yeah, I don't. They took a shot on that, kind of worked out. And that's a like. I think if you have a quarterback, this is what I would buy. If you're gonna make a quarterback your franchise player, their rookie year from a small school, they got to be an absolute stud. 
Would you agree with that? Because the, oh, yeah. the Raiders were high on Derek Carr from Fresno. Tiny, yeah, Fresno, tiny ass school. Not really, just, but Fresno. It's that's not FBS. big time. That's not really. It's well, it's yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not yeah, saying big time football, but it's yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's get back. That's why on I the, think let's get back Jordan's on the rails here a little bit. Yeah. Here we got to get the pick number twenty-two <laughs> from the Bills to the Vikings in the Diggs trade. I've got the Vikings taking AJ Terrell here. They lost two cornerbacks to the Bengals this offseason, so that is an obvious. And Xavier Rhodes is a heaping hot pile of garbage, so they need <laughs> a guy to compliment that garbage. Maybe you can get ice cream someday for that garbage. And I, I got AJ Terrell. I think he's a great corner. Now I'm taking a corner to different corner from Utah, Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a great pick. I would, I mean, I don't think he's going to go that high. Uh, I got him. Late first rounds, what I'm gonna say. He was early in some of mock drafts earlier in the year, but uh, you know he could. He, it wouldn't exactly be a bad pick, but you know if AJ Terrell's still on the board, you know I think you got to go him. See, I, I mean, yeah, this is where I think it, where the draft opens up for real, because like I, I don't have J.K. Dobbins going in the first round, which he is definitely first round potential, but I don't see any other teams like that overly need one besides maybe like a running back besides maybe the yeah. Dolphins. But I think yeah. the Dolphins are going to look somewhere else for that pick. Yeah, because the, the I was I was reading this thing earlier where the best value for each pick is in the draft. And it's second round. I think the Dolphins are going to end up getting Dobbins or Swift second round. And I don't have a running back going in the first round of mine, but there's definitely a lot of value in the second round for a running back. You know, worst case, they just sign a free agent. You know, running back's a very interchangeable position because, you know, guys these days are only able to last, like, four years. You typically don't see a running back last to their second contract unless they're an absolute stud. Uh, like, think, we're probably about to see with McCaffrey yeah. here. I or, think uh, how running AP backs did. are dimes and a dozen. You can... Di- dime and a dozen, yeah, for sure. Super replaceable. Like, if Philip Lindsay, like, I think that just goes to show that whole Philip Lindsay story. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. All right, Patriots. This is a, the most important draft they've had probably since the— Brady. Yeah, probably, yeah, for sure. Uh, i absolutely going to botch this last name. I got another Arizona State wide receiver, the compliment to Keel Harry. I got Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk? Ayuk? Anyways, yeah. Uh, don't know a ton about him, but they they need weapons for whoever's going to be on their center next year, whether that be Jared Sidham, Brian Hoyer. Maybe they go out and go get Cam. Maybe they get Andy Dalton. I don't know. What do you got here? Now, I bet you that the Patriots will go get a quarterback and maybe try to get a receiver in free agency. So I go to the defensive side. They're going to take defensive end, A.J. Espineza. Okay. Yeah. Because we're talking really about how uh, guys can range in this draft. Uh, you know, he can definitely go, you know, maybe top 15, potentially. Maybe not that high. Maybe top 20. And then you could also see him potentially go mid-second round. Yeah. It's it's a crazy draft for, for sure with the range. But it wouldn't exactly be a bad pickup for the Patriots, although I would absolutely prioritize offense right now pick 24 new orleans saints they get kenneth murray here that would be an absolutely amazing pick for an uh, offseason that saw them lose some defensive talent especially in bomb bell uh you know they don't play the same position obviously but you know it'll make up for the loss of talent for sure to replace them with probably the most talented linebacker in this class besides isaiah simmons absolutely now i say that they take a receiver jalen regor tcu you, you think he's going regor's going here yeah Really, I don't yeah. see why the Saints would need a wide receiver here. I mean, that's it's interesting because because they really don't. I see. I feel like I don't know why NFL defenses did pick it pick up on it earlier, but I feel like straight up Michael Thomas is gonna have a rough year this year because I feel like defenses try to get and jam them off the line, maybe even double team or triple team, and see yeah. who else they can throw yeah. to. 
Yeah, uh, we could definitely see that happening. Uh, so we'll move on here to 25. You said Rigor here. I said a 24. I said Rigor here at 25 to the Vikings. You know, you lost Diggs. You absolutely need a receiver. So that way Thielen's not getting doubled. And if he does, you got Rieger getting left open. So if I'm saying his last name wrong, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sorry, but I, I say how I see it. The, the wide receiver from TCU. Sounds like it's... And so, and if any like NFL draft years. prospects listen to this podcast, they're either going to die laughter or they're going to come hunt us down. And I did say we do live in Cincinnati. Anyways, who's you got the Vikings picking? Uh, okay. Oh my God. This is, I'm going to watch this. Ready for this? You tour gross Matos. Oh yeah. The, the edge from Penn, Penn State. State. Yeah, it's oh, gross. Better... Mato- gross. Hey, my toes are gross. Ah. Okay. He's going to kill you, bro. I mean, man is, <laughs> man is I mean, freaky. he can just show me the buddy he's about to get from whoever drafts him. I'm sure he's going to go first round. Yeah. That's, a, that's the best compliment I can give him. Who do you have for 26? Besides the fact that he's a great player for Penn State. Go Nittany Lions. I'm not actually a Penn State fan. I just feel like saying that. 26 of the Dolphins. I don't know if they'll pick here either, uh, but I got Cesar Ruiz. They, I got know, Cesar Ruiz too. The offensive line's absolutely terrible, Miami. Uh, I can just say that now. Of course, my two teams s- have the two worst offensive lines in the entire league, so I know what bad offensive line play looks like. Cesar Ruiz can come in and help right away. You know, offensive guards... I feel like they're a luxury in today's NFL. And uh, if they get him, you know, whether he ends up playing guard or center, uh, he'll be a great addition for sure. Yeah. No, I think I could see this too. Uh, so I had uh, Austin Jackson going to him. I still think that they're going to go, uh, they might go, they might triple up on offensive linemen. What, what pick do they have in the second round? Hold up. Uh, 39, I believe. All right, I I bet you they pick a another lineman there. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Either lineman or we end up seeing one of the two big running back board. In my opinion. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Austin Jackson at twenty seven, got to go to the Seahawks. Seahawks also have a terrible offensive line. Uh, you know Austin Jackson. I was skeptical about him going this high, but uh, the Seahawks basically don't have a left tackle right now. That's how <laughs> bad I think it is. Austin Jackson's primary position is left tackle. If you were to choose left or right, and he, he'll build, fill that void. What do you have here? I have Trayvon Diggs, Alabama. I think that okay. they need their, their revamp, their defense. And I think that, I, that's, I'm telling you, man, I think that that's where he falls. I mean, he's Another a thing. great player. I mean, again, like, if he were to get drafted next year, I think he could probably go top 20 if he were to just sit out an entire year or two. And listen, even if you were. If you were to play, like you're looking at a top ten guy, but uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, here with how loaded this draft is, you know, we might not see him go until second round. No, I also have uh, Kenneth Murray might fall here too. I have Kenneth Murray in like three spots. He's an outlier. He's my absolute outlier. Like I have no idea where he could go. He's going to be interesting. Fingers crossed, he goes to the Bengals on Friday. Anyways, it's a 28. Speaking of linebackers, Patrick Queen to the Ravens. I think it was a match made in heaven. I don't see how this pick doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, I like that too. I have now I have Patrick Queen or uh, Leaky Futu from Utah. Fun name, fun name. <laughs> All right. Speaking of fun names, gross toes to the Titans. The Titans have a really talented team. Like, criminally underrated. I struggle to find needs for them. The the defense, it's elite. Let's just put it that way. It's very good. But, uh, you know, if they need anything, it's probably an edge. You know, late first round, you can really go anywhere. Uh, Yeah. You know, I mean, we've seen crazy surprises at the end of the first round the past couple of years. Uh, You know, one that comes to mind with Lamar Jackson going to the Ravens, look how that turned out. Uh, so yeah, the Titans could absolutely hit here and, you know, make that defense even stronger. I have, uh, Isaiah Wilson from Georgia. Packers, who do we got? Uh, I have him taking Brandon Ayok. You had him going earlier. I think it's a receiver. They need A.A. Ron, my boy. Discount double check. They need, uh, they need to go out there. 
yeah, uh, you know, a good weapon would probably be all right, but the wide receivers that I have left on my board, I just don't think any of them could go at 30. Maybe at like 40 they can go. If the Packers trade down, which I could see as a possibility, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll definitely see them bite on that. I got Neville Gallimore, uh, Oklahoma. Watched them a little bit this year. You know, Big 12 defenses are notorious for being bad, but I think he brought it to life for sure. You know, he's a great pass rusher and a good run stopper. I think he can do a lot, and if the Packers are to get him, they'd be lucky. Yeah, okay, with 31, I have Jeff Glad- Gladney from TCU, Gladney. cornerback. Yeah. I, you had him going earlier. I think this would be a great pick for the 49ers. The 49ers absolutely win this first round. Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. If they get Jalen Johnson and Justin Jefferson in the first round, San Francisco's ignoring the stay-at-home. <laughs> They're going to have to grease the poles like Philly did, man. Turn it into that one street in Auburn with all the toilet paper. <laughs> all right. Last pick of the first round. If you have made it to this point in the podcast, we absolutely salute that you made it to pick 32. I got DeAndre Swift. To the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. he's running back. Yeah. Sean McCoy, he, he's starting to rust a bit. Well, I think that mainly that they're going to uh, share the load, if, especially if he goes here. I can see uh, them taking Dobbins, too. Yeah. I mean, I truly don't know which one's better out of the two. I, I struggle to figure out that debate. It depends on what you need, really. But mm-hmm. it would be a great pickup for either. But uh, the Chiefs, they also need a corner, in my opinion. You know, Kendall Fuller can't do it all by himself. So I got Jeff Gladney going here. And TCU's uh, got some underrated talent in this draft. And two yeah. first-round picks would be an absolute win for TCU. Yeah. All right, so that wraps up the mock draft. So staying on the draft topic, let's talk about trades. What's the one trade you think is going to happen for sure tomorrow you would bet the mortgage that it's going to happen tomorrow night. Can I have two picks? Sure. Well, I they might be intertwined. I don't know, but I definitely think the Giants trading away their fourth round pick is a must. I think that's definitely going to for sure happen. Now, who goes there? Like who replaces that fourth spot? I think it's between the Jaguars. I could see even the Browns sliding in. I think or even the, the Raiders. Happens. Raiders. I think the Raiders really, would I mean, be a they, dark they can horse. Package both their picks. Yeah, actually, that would work well for the Giants. Now that I think about it, uh, the, my for sure thing that happened tomorrow night is the Dolphins are not picking at eighteen. I don't whether it be they trade up to number three, which there was a rip earlier, or they trade down into the latter. part part of the first round it, it really depends or if they package it all for you know anything really they're probably not going to get the two they're definitely not getting the one the local reports here in cincinnati today said that joe burrow has been informed he's going first uh so they're not getting that first pick second pick i don't hear much about the redskins speaking of the redskins though this brings us to our next topic cryptic instagram story post from trent williams this is how we're going to end the night yeah, this is our last yeah. topic of the night. Thank you for making it here. Uh, please keep following now Describe this. what the image Go ahead. I was going to do it, but you want to go ahead? I got you. I'll so this was around uh, 9, 10, 9, 11 um, p.m. today. Trent Williams on his Instagram posts the, uh, the eyes emoji three times. With Six the praying emoji. Six eyes in total, yes. With the praying emoji and the winky face. Now, Kiefer did more re- research. Tell us what you found. Well, now I'm going to backtrack a little bit because they've already been following each other because they both went to Oklahoma, but it's still a little bit sus. He's following Baker Mayfield. And the Browns have been linked to him for a while. And, you know, the, coming into the day, uh, I turned on the NFL Network like I do every morning and uh, saw that they're, they're either uh, the Redskins or Jaguars were ready to make a trade today. And it would absolutely make sense for Trent Williams to, to go and potentially get the Redskins with our first-round pick in a draft with such talent and a young team like the Redskins. They need that talent. And, you know, Trent Williams was never going to play another snap again for the Redskins. That's a given. But uh, that entire situation, uh, especially with how they handle the situation about having cancer and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Trent Williams is gone. Whether it's going to happen at some point later tonight or it happens during the draft, 
Uh, but you know, that, that story post is definitely intriguing. I'm going to have to drop Trent Williams a follow just to see if we get any more updates on that. Get him on the show, see. see what we'll, we'll, we'll get him to come on. We'll, we'll, we'll tell him we talked about it. Anyways, that wraps the first very up and down episode. We, got, we gave some good points. It's a pre-draft episode. We're all very giddy. We, we live in Cincinnati, so the Joe Burrow hype's been absolutely insane. I plan on ordering my Joe Burrow jersey the second he gets drafted, and I'm going to get that Joe Burrow 99 over part of Madden tomorrow when he gets picked first over. So, with that being said, this episode's going to probably be uploaded on draft day, Thursday, April 23rd. We plan on doing this daily if we don't do it daily. Either content's absolutely dry or we just don't have the time and we'll just double up the next day. Well, we'll see. Uh, so I think said, we'll see about uh, this long stretch in quarantine. I think we'll do a whole maybe, lot of maybe stuff. We, maybe we towards... double up. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if there's a huge news that comes out tomorrow before the draft, maybe we'll do an emergency podcast. I don't know. But then, uh, we'll, uh, what I expect for us, uh, we'll probably be back on Friday. Uh, discuss the first round and what we expect to see in round two. Uh, very exciting time to be an NFL fan right now. It's really exciting time to be a sports fan. You know, this and the the Last Dance MJ documentary uh, are really all that's going on in the sports world right now. Everyone's intrigued. Uh, you know, this NFL draft's going to be the highest viewership rating ever on a draft of any sorts, and it's not going to be in its usual setting with Roger Goodell getting booed. So it's going to be very disappointing to watch i'm gonna boot my tv even though the pick's gonna be joe burrow who's also gonna lead my franchise to glory uh so with that being said we will be back friday maybe tomorrow i don't know we will discuss uh but just plan on getting a podcast out on friday uh so signing off without further ado td's on and off the field this is grant we got brody also got alex in the back we thank you for listening to this absolutely hectic podcast. Uh, and we hope you keep listening. Tell all your friends about it. This is the first episode. We expect big things. Uh, yeah, we'll see you all later.